Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses said to the people, Hear Israel and be careful to observe these commandments, that you may grow and prosper the more, in keeping with the promise of the Lord, the God of your fathers, to give you a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Therefore you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Take to heart these words which I enjoin on you today. Drill them into your children. Speak of them at home and abroad, whether you are busy or at rest. Bind them at your wrist as a sign, and let them be as a pendant on your forehead. Write them on the doorposts of your houses and on your gates. The word of the Lord. Blessed the man who fears the Lord. Blessed the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commands. His posterity shall be mighty upon the earth. The upright generation shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. His generosity shall endure forever. Light shines through the darkness for the upright. He is gracious and merciful and just. Well for the man who is gracious and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. He shall never be moved. The just one shall be in everlasting remembrance. An evil report he shall not fear. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steadfast. He shall not fear till he looks down upon his foes. Lavishly he gives to the poor. His generosity shall endure forever. His horn shall be exalted in glory. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man who was going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. The Gospel of the Lord. Not too many kings are saints. Stephen of Hungary was a king who was a saint. Up to Stephen's time, the Hungarians were pagans and a fierce and marauding people before stumbling onto Christianity in the course of their raids into Italy, France, and other Western lands. In the 10th century, the rulers in Hungary saw the political necessity of Christianity for their country. They saw it as a unifying force well, which of course it is. Catholic means universal. But it was a conversion of expediency, largely nominal. 
No one in Hungary seemed to actually believe in Christ until the crown prince Stephen rose to power. He engaged in wars with rival tribal leaders, and after defeating them, he sought Rome's approval for the proper church organization of his country. After long being pressed by his nobles, he asked the Pope that he be crowned king to promote the glory of God and the good of his people. Stephen was crowned king with great solemnity in the year 1001. He then set out to firmly root Christianity in his kingdom, establishing monasteries and dioceses throughout Hungary. Every tenth town had to build a church, which Stephen paid for, and support a priest. Stephen, of course, had opposition, but he crushed it, sometimes with violence. He abolished barbarous and superstitious practices and severely punished blasphemy, murder, theft, adultery, and other public crimes. He commanded all persons to marry, except for priests and religious, and forbade all marriage of Christians with idolaters. At the same time, Stephen was a champion of the poor of his country. He led his people like a true Christian, with justice and mercy. It's interesting that Stephen commanded his subjects to get married. He knew something that is lost on today's supposed enlightened world. He knew that marriage is the foundation of civilization. It is the basis for the family, the basic building block of society and culture. So looking out for the best interest of his country, King Stephen attacked those who would attack marriage in the family. The present leader of Hungary is doing the same thing, encouraging his fellow countrymen to get married and have children due to the demographic collapse facing Europe due to its embrace of the culture of death. Stephen outlived all his children. In a letter to his son, he told him, Be humble in this life that God may raise you up in the next. Do not punish or condemn anyone immoderately. Be gentle that you may never oppose justice. Be honorable so that you may never voluntarily bring disgrace upon anyone. Be chaste so that you may avoid all the foulness of lust like the pangs of death. All these virtues I have noted above make up the royal crown, and without them no one is fit to rule here on earth or attain to the heavenly kingdom. Stephen of Hungary died on the Feast of the Assumption in 1038. St. Stephen is considered Hungary's founder. And isn't that interesting? A Catholic founder of a European nation. In fact, all European states are rooted in Catholicism. Yet that historical fact is being ignored, suppressed, and wiped out of the history books by the pagans who rule Europe today. Not too many kings are saints. The world today could use some St. Stephen's. Stephen's.